sitting down with newly crowned Pac-12 champion Bob Bowman, head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. I want to start with that. Uh, congrats on Arizona State men's first ever Pac-12 title, first conference championship in a long time. Um, heading into that meet, what, did did you have a goal as a team or as a head coach? I know we had talked earlier in the season about how kind of the focus is NCAAs as opposed to last year where the focus was those Pac-12 championships. Um, what was the team mindset heading in? I think the mindset was just what you said. You know, we had always this season seen uh, Pac-12s as a step along our journey, right, to the NCAAs. So, you know, um, I'm not like a really big team meeting guy. <laughs> so we have a five-minute meeting at 6 a.m. every Monday, the first five minutes of practice. The guys just stay in the locker room, and Herbie and Logan and I go in there, and we just, you know, kind of review what we want to do for the week what happened last week, um, and all of our focus has been on preparing them to swim at NCAAs. So it was interesting how when last year sort of the end-all goal was packed, we didn't swim as well as when there was something after it. We actually swam quite well. So our goal was to just continue doing what we've been doing, focus on the meat at hand, swim as well as we can, and then move on to the next step in our process. So I think that was different this year, and it was uh, pretty interesting how it turned out. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so, you know, this was another step in the process at you, day, day one, you know, first night you have a couple relays, those went well for you guys. And then day one, you, you get four up in all three a finals. Um, what, what was the mentality just after that first day when you guys had a pretty enormous lead? Just calm down and keep swimming. Don't worry about the scoreboard swim the next race, right? It'll take care of itself if we swim well. And it did. And as you saw, it was very competitive throughout. And each day, you know, got more competitive. So um, we didn't really try to focus on it much at all. We just tried to focus on the next swim and, you know, making corrections. And one of the things I love about this team is when somebody has like some kind of crazy good swim, like Owen McDonald, freshman, right? But 141 and 2 IM off of, I don't even know what his time was, 46 before that. You know, he'll come up after and say, you know, I really took too many kick, two extra kicks on the second 50. I know my breaststroke pullout can be better. So that's what we want, right? We want them kind of focused on how they can improve, even if they do a pretty good time. And that way our team will keep improving. Moving through, you know, this is the, the, the common format for a lot of college conference meets for NCAAs, obviously. Moving through that, you know, watching especially the Pac-12 championships, it, it seems like uh, Cal has kind of this established mentality of they get better as the meet goes on. I'm wondering if if you as a head coach have thought about um, you know an, an identity for your team in terms of how they move through those three, now three and a half days with, with that relay day um, and, and yeah. what you want the focus to be on each individual day. I like that. Um, well, we have a strong focus on the relays, right? So we want to be good in the relays. So that first night's important to us, right? I think a measure of the strength of your team, team is your relays. So that's important. But you're exactly right how Cal gets better every day. And for about, I'm going to say, the last three years, um, we would go to Pac-12s and have a very good meet the first couple of days. And on the fourth day, we just really weren't there. 
Uh, so, you know, Herbie and Logan and I sat down and we said, you know what? We are not going to recruit another person that doesn't have a day four strong event. We call them day four <laughs> guys. So the first, if you want to get recruited by ASU, I love you it. have to be a day four guy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's what we've been doing. And everybody we're bringing in has a day four event. Now, our team still isn't deep enough on day four uh, to match up with Cal. They are no joke, right? I think we killed ourselves to be three. They only outscored us three points on the, uh, I guess, technically the third day. And then that last day, man, they started going at it. That They are so good. Yeah. So we are not deep yeah. enough, but that quality was pretty good at the top. Our top two guys are pretty good in the events, but we've got to add some more depth there. But I think our we want to have a complete team and not have any events where we have big holes. We only had one this week, and, of course, that's Cal's best event, the 100, 100 breaths, right? They went one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> we got 10. So after we withstood that, I was like, okay, well, this is all we can do. Um, but it was uh, fun to see our team hang in there through the entire meet. And I think there's some things we can do better. We didn't swim particularly well on um, the short free relay or really the 400 free relay. I think we can do better in both of those. So hopefully we can improve that going into NCAAs. And, uh, you know, our guys are ready for it. And I am just curious, you know, again, because this meet wasn't – the, the end focus or rather just yeah. a, a step in the journey for the guys, for, for the guys on the team, what did you see out of them over the course of the three days and how they, even though you had put the emphasis on like, you know, this is, we're just here to compete. We're here for the experience right. and then we're moving along how they reacted to, you know, having a huge lead and then ultimately having that, that team battle with Cal and it coming down to the last day in the last session. Uh, I think they reacted very well. They responded well, and we swam well through that session. I think the mile kind of did it for us, and that was pretty exciting. Uh, another thing we've been trying to work on, getting better you know, participation in the miles or uh, performance in the miles. Um, I was very proud that when things started to kind of tighten up a little bit, we just stepped up. We actually really stepped up the third night finals. Like we moved up in every heat and um, I just felt like that was a great session for us. Uh, probably our best session of the meet. And that's when the first challenge came. We're like, you know, okay, they're going to go one, two, three, four and breaststroke. Everybody else better get better. And they did that by and large, we moved up in every event and we didn't probably, we probably did a little bit that on uh, the Saturday, but uh, in general, we hung in there the whole way. Nobody kind of got flustered about it. They're just, we were swimming well. So when you're swimming well, you just, uh, you know, try to keep doing that. And I guess the one thing I told them, which is like, well, the good news for us is that Cal can't move up any on the last night. They're already up. Their prelim, their last day prelims is insane, right? I'm like, so they really can't move up much more, but maybe we can. So we kind of worked on that a little bit. <laughs> I, that's, I'm glad you mentioned that just because. It was, I, I was watching the meet Friday at finals and it was like yeah. that, it seems like that's where you guys really staked your claim to that championship yeah. was that you guys really moved up in a lot of those races, um, exactly. you know, yeah. B, B and a finals, like B, you had some sensational swims. Um, so, so just as a head coach, how did, how are you feeling about your first PAC 12 title first PAC 12 title for Arizona state? I feel really good about it. And 
you know, there are a couple people, Herbie kind of lived it as a swimmer, what the experience was here before. And Logan was here with me on day one. Um, and for those of us that watched the first practice that we had at ASU, you would never think that in 20 years we would win a Pac-12 title. But so it's very gratifying <laughs> that we were able <laughs> to hang in there and get it going, right? Um, we were just so far away in so many areas. And, you know, we just started chipping away at it. Number one, we had to recruit, you know, people who swim on that level. So we've done that. Uh, we still need to improve on that. Um, but we've established a work ethic and I think now a culture overall where some exciting things are possible. And, you know, we worked really hard on that and the guys are super proud of it and I'm super proud of them. They've done a great job. And when I say that we have the five minute meeting every Monday morning, um, the guys have a meeting on their own during the week, which is much longer and more involved. They run the team. We kind of do the direction. And those are the guys who are responsible for, you know, holding each other accountable and setting their goals and working towards those. So it's pretty gratifying to see that. Wow. That, <laughs> yeah. Again, again, congrats. That's that, that was cool to see from a fan's perspective. Um, yeah. and, and I am curious, you guys have, uh, all semester put this emphasis on, on swimming fast. You've suited up, you swam really fast all semester. Yeah. How, how big of a part of the, how big of a part has that played um, in your overall plan for this season? I guess when, you know, in the fall, when you were looking at the season, mm -hmm. um, how much of an emphasis did you put on that? You know, and again, as, as a part of pac 12s as well. Well, you know, we do have a progression of training that we follow, right. That hopefully get us to NC2As in good shape. Um, and we didn't really talk about it that much in the first semester except as coaches, we had decided we were going to do it and see what happened. Like we didn't really know, right? You know, it's a lot of meets to suit up for. And once we started doing it, there's just a huge learning curve that they were able to come through on in how to swim in those suits. Instead of just saving it for the most important event, you know, we're not experienced enough to know how to do that. So we wanted them to practice racing in those suits, to practice the kickouts. You know, when you got somebody like Leon, who's, the legs are his thing, he has to know exactly where he's going to be when he puts the suit on with kickouts, or he'll be at the 20-meter mark when he pushes off the wall. So, you know, there are a lot of things you want to figure out at speed under racing conditions, and you're also getting repetitions at race speed, which is the best training you can do. Um, everybody wants to talk about specificity. Well, there it is. It, it doesn't get more specific. And so when we were able to sort of add more of those along, every week we'd come back into training and, and it would just be better and better and better because they're learning how to swim at that rate. They're learning how to swim at that speed. They're learning how to swim with the walls the right way. Um, so I do think it contributed to our success at PAX and we'll see how it goes, you know, in another week. That's I, I love this answer and yeah. I love this philosophy. Um, and so that, that kind of brings me to a point. So Leon's 200 breast, mm -hmm. uh, he was five strokes, the last seven twenty fives, just, yeah. just like clockwork. I mean, and obviously that's something you establish in practice, but, mm -hmm. um, can you tell me a little bit about like, like did, did he have a race plan for that going in? And was, was, is the stroke count or the pullouts all a part of that? 
I think, yeah, uh, the, the pullouts are definitely a part of it because he's very good at it, right? And it's really strange because he's not like a really big, strong-looking guy, but he's very good at the pullout. Um, so obviously that's part of it. What we try to do in practice is do enough repeats so he's swimming at a good rhythm. And I will be the first to tell you, and this is a, you know, might surprise you, Leon is typically pretty average in practice and breaststroke. He, he told me when he first came, he's like, uh, my breaststroke usually bad at practice, good at the meets. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's really true. So what you see there on Saturday night is not necessarily what I see on Wednesday afternoon when I'm trying to get him to do something. But we do try to be very consistent with, you know, uh, repeating so that he can maintain a rate. He can. We work a lot on kicking. He's a leg-dominant swimmer. And I think you'll see that in the breaststroke. That's where the stroke count comes from, right? He's able to sustain the speed through his legs. So um, he definitely does things in practice where we're trying to time him and go 27 and do it at a stroke count. And it's five or six usually. Sometimes it's six in practice and it turns out to be five in the meets. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> so tidbit. Really, no, not, not really. <laughs> his, his plan is when he gets in and goes, um, he hits it right. And once he gets a lap or two right, he can stay with it forever. But it's, sometimes it takes him a while to get to the rhythm of it. Like his breaststroke okay. will leave sometimes, and we'll have to spend like a week or so trying to do different drills and things to kind of get it back. It's not my favorite time, but um, we're actually doing that right now. So we'll see how if it comes back. I bet it will. Um, so he's uh, pretty special in that when he's really focused on it, he kind of lifts up to that level. Um, I would say that, you know, he raced so hard in this meet. It's, it's amazing to me the the effort level he put into really all the races because you don't go 152 in the morning. Everybody's like, oh, he cruised 152. No, he didn't. He got out and said, oh, my gosh, that was the hardest race of the weekend so far, the 152. And he's like, I felt terrible. I was like, well, tonight you go better. You know, that's how it works. But uh, he really did put in an effort through that meet. It actually took him quite a while to bounce back from it. You know, really just the last couple of days, he's kind of back to himself after that meet because he – goes to the well every time he swims. Thank you for that insight. I feel like we, as swim fans, we need that reminder of like, oh yeah, these are human beings. <laughs> like it, yeah, it's yeah. actually really hard to swim that fast all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, he's uh, good at that. So, so what's, what is the mindset for him or, and for you as a coaching staff, two breasts versus two fly? How do you guys make that decision? reluctantly because i know he could go in the insane two fly yards i mean like as good as his breaststroke that mm -hmm. would be my guess but i do think for his ims the breaststroke's really important and obviously his breaststroke's going really good so we want to develop that i really want to try to develop his breaststroke more for his long term so i think that's why we went with it gotcha yeah but his fly would be really great <laughs> Well, you know, anytime you want to enter him, we're, we're excited to see it too. <laughs> got it, got it. Um, so then just to wrap this up, just heading into NCAAs again, this is you all's focus meet hasn't been yeah. the case in years past. Yeah. How have you handled the last couple of weeks with your team and, and what's, how are you guys feeling heading into this NCAAs now? Well, we had to spend, like I said, a few days trying to get over Pac-12s, right? That's just a big meet, pretty close to the other meet. So you just try to 
refresh some things. And then we did get into some fairly solid um, work by the end of the week. And when I say work, I mean, it's all relative, right? We're coming down. It's like at half the volume, right? Or whatever it might be. Um, we actually did some things that we've done this year. We had the whole team get together and do a set, you know, pretty much the sprinters and the MD guys. And actually, uh, we got the distance guys in for a couple things, but they, they don't really fit too well into our that program. But we do some sets together with Herbie and my group. And that's been fun because they get to race each other, which they don't normally do. Um, and that seems their the spirit's good. Their energy's pretty good. Um, you know, we're kind of like what I would call the I don't know phase. Like, could be great, could not be great. And I was thinking about this last night. You know, I've been doing this for 35 years, I think, a long time. And anybody that tells you they know what's going to happen a week before the meet, that is just not true. You have to wait till it happens. So it's like, I, I should be able at this point to tell, and I really cannot tell. I think it's good. You know, we tell ourselves it's good, but it's like um, Stravinsky wrote about music. He said, they were like, when you're writing it on the page, do you know what it sounds like? He's like, no, you never know what it sounds like till you hear it. So that's what we'll be doing in uh, Minnesota. We'll hear it and see what it sounds like. But, you know, they're, they're all healthy. They're in good spirits. They're doing things in practice that are better than they've done before. So that's usually a good indicator. 